On this episode of Delivering Marketing Joy, I talk with Lamit Patel. He's got a new book called Lean AI, and it's about how you can help startups create growth. Hey there, and welcome to another edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. I am your host, Kirby Hossman, and joining me today is a brand new author. I'm so excited to have him on here. He's got a new book coming out called Lean AI, and I'm excited to dig in. Lamit Patel, thanks for joining me, man. Thanks for having me, Kirby. Excited oh, to be here. Absolutely, absolutely. I want to jump right in. So you've got this new book coming out. So do me a favor. Tell me a little bit about your background, and then dig into the new book, Lean AI. Sure. So just to uh, tell you quickly about my background, I've, uh, I'm currently the uh, Vice President of Growth at MView, which is the, uh, the world's largest avatar-based social networking app. Mm. And uh, prior to MView, I have pretty much headed up growth at, for over 20 years at a number of different startups in Silicon Valley, primarily joining companies pretty early stage. So generally coming in as a first head of growth and uh, uh, several of them have ended up going on to becoming pretty successful with and and but all of my all of my background is all all around um, f- helping startups to figure out how we're going to acquire customers and how we're going to make money. <laughs> well, that's that's a good that's a good <laughs> yep. person to have on the team. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Absolutely. So tell me about the the new book. Sure. So my new book it's called Lean AI, which is actually part of Eric Reese's The Lean Startup series mm-hmm. um, and a lot of people are probably familiar with that book. It was pretty famous uh, back in the day. Still is, actually. Uh, and uh, my book primarily takes the same sort of uh, methodology that Lean uh, Startup was all about, test, learn, and iterate. But the, the idea is, how do you do that and, and, and apply it to a growth team? Because ultimately, there's a lot of... A lot of companies now, especially um, uh, a lot of these startups in Silicon Valley have all started to introduce the concept of a growth team, a team that is dedicated to really focusing on how we're going to acquire customers and how we're going to be able to figure out how to make money and and able to do that better, faster, and smarter. Mm-hmm. And so my book really focuses on not only my experience, but just talks about generally about all the innovative startups that are really leveraging growth and, 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 and the key to that really now comes down to leveraging AI and automation mm. because there's so much data that's out there. And so, you know, data is really the, the key, but, but, but unless you can really unlock the value on that data quickly and really figure out the insights, it, you know, it's, it, it, doesn't, it, it doesn't become meaningful until you can do that. And so, you know, a lot of companies now, especially here in Silicon Valley, are really leveraging AI and machine learning to really unlock that value in real time to be able to, to take those insights to help the business scale and grow as fast as possible. Yeah, that's that sounds super cool. I can't wait to dig into it. But real quickly, just for for layman's terms, when you talk about AI and automation, for somebody yeah. who maybe they're a, a startup and they yeah. just want to learn what you're talking about, what do you mean by automation? So automation is primarily um, just to, if you look at uh, tasks and processes that people sort of do on different growth marketing teams. Primarily, it's all around sort of managing campaigns, right. allocating budgets, setting up creatives, and 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 there's a lot of like rudimentary tasks. And mm-hmm. so uh, the idea now is to try and automate as much of those processes as possible so that it's, 
could so then you know just so that doesn't become the bottleneck in terms yeah. of going and doing the execution on the different campaigns. Yeah, that makes total sense. I It's something we have certainly played with. And I think that um, not only does it make sure, you know, that it doesn't become the bottleneck, but it also makes sure that the messaging is consistent. Like not everybody's sending out a different random thing on a different random day, that it, it makes sure that, you know, the marketing team and the whole the growth team, as you say, knows what's going out into the universe and it's right. on purpose, right? Definitely. And, 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 and then just, just to add to that now, it's, as you know, you know, the biggest challenge for any, any company out there is just getting user attention, right? Because everybody is bombarded with so many different things. And, uh, and so one of the ways to kind of break through the clutter is really to get better at personalization. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's one use case where, where if you have AI and, 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 and you can leverage that data to really figure out what's the right message at the right time to, to target the user with, and with automation, you can fire that off exactly in real time. That's so cool. That's cool. So, so for those people who are trying to do this, uh, maybe they know what you're talking about. What are some yeah. What are some mistakes, common mistakes you see when people are trying to adopt? Sure. Um, generally, uh, I, I would probably list three. Okay. Um, the first, um, clearly, is is aggregating all your data into one into one place because okay. you know a lot of you know a lot of customer data in in different companies sort of live in different silos. And it's really important to try and get all of that data aggregated into one place. So, and ideally in the cloud, mm-hmm. so that you know, um, if, if if so that your AI can get real-time data to really be able to take actionable insights okay. and on that. That's that's one part. It's easier said than done. <laughs> <laughs> the, the second part is you know, um, you know, I, you know, I mean, a lot of people talk about AI, but but, but it, but they get generally get hung up on like what's the ideal use case, okay. on, on on how they're going to use it in the business, and 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 the mistake is when you try to set really lofty goals. My recommendation is always to sort of focus on low hanging fruit mm. use cases where the company can see immediate value, mm. and so an example of that when it comes to growth marketing is you know a big part of. Uh, our responsibility is to spend our budget as efficiently as possible for the business. Mm-hmm. And, and it's tied to hitting certain uh, key metrics like a return on investment or a cost to acquire a new payer. And so, you know, uh, you know, our, our focus is to really use AI to help us to get better, f- faster and smarter in terms of how we manage our budget. And, and, and clearly, you know, building an AI solution for that will not only provide value immediately, but it will continue to provide value in years to come. Mm. So so it's an easier business case to make. Yeah. And, and and then the third the third uh, mistake is, you know, for companies that try to sort of, you know, lead AI uh, by getting somebody maybe, you know, like in middle management to sort of head this thing head this sort of task for me i found it's really important to get an executive sponsor right from the start whether that's the ceo or somebody in the c-suite to at least champion this because ultimately you're going to run into a lot of roadblocks because it requires a lot of cross-functional support to really get these things going and without having a c-level executive sort of you know um, um, championing this at, at the very top, it's going to be really hard to get the cross-functional support needed to really um, implement it all the way through. That business. makes 
<clears throat> makes total sense because, again, I think that when you're tying so much of it together, like you said, yeah. it, that having somebody at the top, that's, it makes a ton of sense. So what's your prediction of how growth marketing is going to change in the next three years? So, so my prediction is that, you know, especially now, there's just so much data that's out there. Yeah. And, and, and clearly, that is kind of where the value lies for any business. And it and the value isn't really in the data, but it's how you can really use that data to give you a competitive advantage in the marketplace versus your competitor. And the only way to really do that is, is to continue to run uh, as many experiments as possible to increase your velocity of learning to really figure out what's working and what's not across the entire uh, user journey from acquisition to retention. And so I feel that more and more growth teams are going to continue to leverage an AI intelligent machine to really able to augment the existing team that they have. So, so moving forward, I don't see growth teams getting much bigger in terms of human size. I see it becoming maybe more leaner and, and leveraging more technology to do a lot of the, the, the heavy lifting and tasks to really help them to execute better. That's, that's super interesting, man. This is, I'm excited to check this book out. You've, uh, you've been so gracious as to answer my three questions. I give everybody a chance to ask me one. This is kind of high-level stuff. I'm a little nervous. So do you have a question for me? <laughs> well, I have several questions, but, but, but one that's near and dear to me because I've, I've, been, I've been listening to your show quite a bit and been a fan for a while but you know what would be your advice for any aspiring uh person who wants to try and set up their own podcast show oh okay yeah no that's great um like obviously there's the, you know the equipment piece right um yeah. but i think that's something you can google for me it's about trying to figure out the audience you want to reach and sort of the the way you want to go about it so like uh one podcast that we do is me and my buddy bill petrie we're very yeah. uh targeted into the promo industry we it, and and really the funny thing about that one was we kind of happened into it we were just like hey we have conversations about the industry yeah. let's record it but then you know, for I do another podcast with my wife, totally different audience, totally different yeah. feel. And we're looking at trying to target entrepreneurs who might be married or want to hear the yeah. real story of what entrepreneurship. So yeah. for me, it's about who are you trying to reach? Start there right. and then okay. figuring out what the format looks like based on the audience. I think so many times we're like, hey, I want to talk to people and I'm going to do it based on what I want to talk about. But if right. you can reverse engineer who am I, who the hell am I trying to reach and what would they right. be interested or how? I think sometimes right. it's, it's a little bit like automation, right? You need to know, right. start with the end and then yeah. reverse engineer it. I think the same is true with a successful podcast. Great. Well, I'm definitely going to take your advice on that. Thanks, buddy. And, I, and, I, and I do love that show that, that you and your wife do, especially, uh, you know, because I can kind of relate to it. Although, you know, my kids are still young and not, I'm, I'm not, we're not kind of empty nesters, but they're kind of becoming teenagers. So, we, you know, you can always relate to the journey. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, uh, yeah. Anytime you, once you've had children, you have a different perspective about children all around for sure. And That's so, right. so I appreciate you saying that, man. Thank you so much. You're welcome. All right. Well, cool. We will have to do this again sometime. I can't wait to check out your book. I'm assuming people can check it, find it on Amazon, right? That's right. Yes. Um, I forgot to mention it, it is available on Amazon. So, um, you know, it, it's currently available on Kindle and the print version is coming out in March. Awesome. Well, congratulations. And we'll have to have this conversation again uh, down the road. Okay. Great. Thanks, Kirby. You bet. Well, that's going to wrap up this edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. We'll see you 
next time. Ah!